0: Welcome to Truman's Matrix. A podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. Where you don't know who's watching who, or who's controlling you. So let's first of all go over our article here and then I'll define HARP and we'll look exactly of when it started and where it came from. I'll try to get through this. I'll try to talk fast. HARP technology is the modern manifestation of Tesla's teleforce, sometimes called the death ray. (laughs) Once again, wireless energy transmission is not a new technology. Even, did you know that in 43 at the age of 86, Tesla died in room 3327 at the hotel of a coronary thrombosis? Mm. Two days later, two days later, they seized all of his belongings, and no surprise, John G. Trump, a professor at MIT and a well-known electrical engineer serving as the technical aide to the National Defense Research Committee, was called in to analyze the Tesla items which were being held in custody, that there was nothing which would constitute a hazard in unfriendly hands. Hmm. Okay, so in other words, nothing's classified here. You can have it all. And let's go ahead and develop this technology. But why? Why would they want to develop this technology? As I was just saying, in the original documents, you got to be kidding me, in your original article, this is two-year-old article, folks. Mm-hmm. That's what's exciting about this is here I am reporting something that's going on, has been, just like COVID was for so long, and then it became a reality, and then, then everybody realized it was not a reality. It's the same thing as this weather stuff, okay? We talked about this two years ago. Weather as a weapon. Did you know the U.S. military conducted covert weather warfare in Vietnam? 66, folks. 1966. Yes. 1966. This operation started in 66, and then they pulled it off from 67 to 72. It was called Operation Popeye. It was an, an attempt to extend the monsoon season Specifically over, guess what, where?
1: Ho Chi Minh Trail.
0: The Ho Chi Minh Trail. The operation seeded clouds with silver iodide, resulting in targeted areas seeing an extension of monsoon periods of 30 to 45 days. As the continuous rainfall slowed down the truck traffic, it was considered relatively successful. The 54th Weather Recon Squadron carried out the operation to make mud, not war. Yep. Okay. Are you kidding me? There they are, 1967, they're creating rain over a specific target. Keep that in mind, okay? Yes, yes. All right, so we'll keep going here. Uh, where else was that in that article? Down at the bottom where I had this. Here we go. ELF radiation. Okay, we're going to see one of these new, uh, what's, his, what's his position? There's going to be a guy who tries to debunk... What we're saying about the radiation okay so just keep that in mind a guy named bob later okay first of all let me talk about elf elf radiation what is it extremely low frequency electromagnetic radiation is another tool used for manipulation of weather you sure your source is good on this you wrote this article (laughs) you sure because elf is not what bob said bob said only the long rays not the short ones okay so Keep that in mind. ELF waves also are used in a variety of scientific applications, including the study of lightning, which we're going to talk about lightning balls later. Isn't that
1: part of weather?
0: Yes, it is. Okay. It is, it is. So in 68, did you know in 1968, Moscow pinpointed magnetic frequencies, or ELFs, that helped mental and psychological functions do harm. In other words they figured out how to use these waves to do harm on the mental and physiological functions of the body. Russia did. 1068. They did a study on that. Basic mind control technology has been discovered. And everybody knows about MKUltra and Mm -hmm. all these other operations. Everybody knows about mind control. So why are they trying to deny it? It's kind of like they're trying to deny UFOs and now they're telling us they are UFOs. So now there's nothing that can't be denied, right? Because if, if you're going to believe in UFO, then you're going to believe anything is possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they actually tell us right here. It's already been discovered. Harp and other tor- technologies can exploit human vulnerabilities. Okay, so, <clears throat> I just want you to know that ELF are the kinds of fields that create serious problems now let me let me just I gotta go through this quickly because we gotta get to a document down here if you'll see the screen now it says so where does Own the Weather fit in we actually titled that you titled Owning the Weather
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and I thought it was a dumb title at first back two years and two months and two days ago 222 two, two, Acacia Avenue I thought it was silly of a name yeah okay now let's dig deeper and find out where owning the weather came from. It actually was from the US Air Force. They published they actually published a document called weather as a force multiplier owning the weather in 2025.
1: Well, that's a couple of years away yet.
0: Hold on but we wrote this in
1: 2020 20,
0: 21 one. mm-hmm all right. They wrote it. Hold on. Uh, Let me go ahead and pull it up. Okay. You've probably, if you're watching on the screen and paying attention, you can see when it was released. It was actually a study the year before, but it was released actually before that date. It was actually released a lot before that date. But the date on the screen is okay. We'll let it fly for now. I have information saying it was released a little earlier than that. But let's take a look at this. Whether as a force multiplier owning the weather in 2025 so let me bounce over to that other document over here weather as a force multiplier by the defense technical information center okay this is if you look at the url at the top of the screen which i have cut off which i could actually pull up there for you if i can show you the top of the screen real quick take a look at the URL on the top of the screen you'll see it's apps.dtic.mil anything that is .mil is .military and that's an official US government website okay so you could determine that on your own later i just wanted to show you that this is where i'm getting this defense technical information center website dtic preserving knowledge connecting people inspiring innovation (laughs) so let's look at what this study
1: pretty it
0: is they always make it sound so so pretty like you said so flamboyant or whatever so that people will think that nasa is real or that they think these things are really valuable let's look closely here in 2025 U.S. Aerospace Forces can own the weather by capitalizing on emerging technologies and focusing development on those technologies to warfighting applications. Such a capability offers the warfighter tools to shape the battle space in ways never before possible. It provides opportunities to impact operations across the full spectrum of conflict and is pertinent to all possible futures. The purpose of this paper is to outline a strategy for the use of a future weather modification system to achieve military objectives rather than to provide a detailed technical roadmap. A high-risk, high-reward endeavor, weather modification offers a dilemma not unlike the splitting of the atom.
1: Oppenheimer was just released.
0: Weather modification offers a dilemma not unlike the splitting of the atom. This paper is written, and the people writing this paper, these one colonel, two lieutenant colonels, and four majors wrote a paper, and they say this is just like the dangers that we faced in creating the atom bomb. Yep. While some segments of society will always be reluctant to examine controversial issues such as weather modification, the tremendous military capabilities that could result from this field are ignored at our own peril.
1: Oh, we could die if we don't do this.
0: No, we're going to die if we do it. And we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) It says that we can't resist it. In the future, in the document, Uh when I read it to you, it's going to tell you that we know better and we're going to do it anyway. So let's continue. I'm just reading directly from this military document. And I'm going to tell you the year here in a second if you haven't already figured it out. From enhancing friendly operations or disrupting those of the enemy via small-scale tailoring of natural weather patterns to complete dominance of global communications and counter space control, Weather modification offers the warfighter a wide range of possible options to defeat or or coerce an adversary. Some of the potential capabilities a weather modification system could provide to a warfighting commander-in-chief are listed in Table 1. We're going to go over those. Listen closely. They need technology advancements in five major areas are necessary for an integrated weather modification capability. Advanced nonlinear modeling techniques, computational capability, information gathering and transmission, a global sensor array. Remember, number four, a global sensor array, and five weather intervention techniques. Some intervention tools exist today, and others may be developed and refined in the future. Let me just read that last sentence again. Some intervention tools exist today and others may be developed in the future. This paper is from 1996, August 1st.
1: So they must have given it to Congress or whatever in December.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about when it was actually let out, but this is when it was They wrote it. Now, let's go directly to the document itself. Please see on the screen the actual military document right here from the government. This is incredible. It says, approved for public release. Distribution is unlimited. And under the Fair Use Act, of course, and under the FOIA, uh, we can do all we want with any military records here on the screen because this is public information. So we're just having a blast here because we're going to read what the Air War College said here from this Air Force Base in Alabama. Weather as a Force Multiplier, Owning the Weather in 2025, written in 1996. Colonel House, Colonel Nair, Colonel Shields, Major Colosono, Major Husband, Major Mercer, Major Pugh, wrote a little deal here. So... This study is designed to comply with the directive from the Chief of the Staff of the Air Force. Who was in charge in 1996? Who is the military commander over everything? The President. In 1996. Bill Clinton was president, okay? Just want to let you know. Presented on 17 June 1996, the report was produced in the Department of Defense School Environment of Academic Freedom and in the interest. Of advancing concepts related to national defense mm-hmm yeah right that's just a disclaimer there let's look at a couple of things on the table of contents here I guess we could blow that up just a little bit for you yeah all right so in chapter global weather network that was a good one uh, When I made it larger, mm, I lost my place. There it is. Artificial weather. Artificial weather, uh, page 27. That's what we want to go down to. Page 27 to get to artificial weather. I mean, that's what I'm wondering, right? I'm wondering. They don't actually make the weather, right? Okay? (laughs) While most weather modification efforts rely on the existence of certain pre-existing conditions, they write... It might be possible to produce some weather effects artificially, regardless of pre existing conditions. For instance, virtual weather could be created by influencing the weather information received by the end user. Their perception of parameters or images from global or local meteorological information systems would differ from reality. This difference in perception would lead the end user to make degraded operational decisions. In other words, fake news. Fake news about weather. Mm-hmm. But now let's get into the good stuff. They're they're gonna send satellite images to the Russians or whoever and tell them that you know, yeah, uh, uh, you know a warm front is coming. Yeah. whatever. <laughs> Nanotechnology, however, offers possibilities for creating simulated weather. This, folks, is I was, I've been really kind of tripping on a lot of different ties back and forth here, and I've probably got six segments I could do on this now. Yes, I know. <laughs> but. In this one quick segment, what I want to tell you is one of the funny things about it is that I figured out where they came up with the, you know, the Internet has gone through some naming changes, right? Okay. So when it first came about, it was actually the ARPANET, okay, originally. And then it, you know, eventually got into the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. They called it that. And then the Internet, basically people called it the NET. And then this space was a word that they started using, you know, Mm -hmm. and then the cloud, eventually the cloud, right? I was like, okay, that's clever. It's up in the cloud, whatever. Now, this puts it all together here. Here it is. 1996, folks, 1996. This is written. Nanotechnology offers possibilities for creating simulated weather. A cloud or several clouds of microscopic computer particles all communicating with each other with a larger control system could provide tremendous capability. Talk about (laughs) climate control. Right. It's not climate change anymore. The new buzz is climate control. (laughs) Don't you want climate control? I mean, I want climate control
1: my house i always want climate right,
0: control right you right? go to a storage space you want hey do you have climate control storage spaces right right right. right. Yeah. right yeah yeah everybody wants climate control all right <clears throat> well interconnected atmospherically buoyant and having navigation capabilities in three dimensions such clouds could be designed to have a wide range of properties they might exclusively block optical sensors or could adjust to become impermeable to other surveillance methods mm-hmm. which actually coincidentally us and the Russians worked together later on in another study I looked at where we actually looked at the ability to create an electromagnetic field in space that could be a shield to block a missile coming in it's like is i like, boom, and it hit it hit it and just knock it out of the sky
1: and we worked with the Russians on that one yes yeah,
0: huh? sh- Oh. I won't tell you where the study is, okay? Um, those, those, they're bad. Bad rushes, bed rushes. Right? <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh, red dawn all over. Right. They could also provide atmospheric electrical potential difference. Now listen to this one. This is what's crazy. They, they always do this in these paragraphs. They give us a good use and then a bad use and then a good use and then a bad use. Right. And then um, then the people think that the bad use was just something they didn't understand or that it must have been a good use, because they hear good use, and then, eh. listen to this, so, it, it's, it could have, it could have a wide range of properties, it might be able to even, you know, help block surveillance methods, you know, that would be good, they could also provide an atmospheric electrical potential difference, does anybody know what an atmospheric electrical potential difference is? <laughs> Which otherwise might not exist, To achieve, what does it achieve? What does atmospheric electrical potential difference create? Lightning? Yes. They could use this to create precisely aimed and timed lightning strikes.
1: Using lightning as a weapon directly.
0: Even if power levels achieved were insufficient to be an ineffective strike weapon? Like it would just be like a little buzz. Mm -hmm. Like a taser. Uh huh. If it was not like a weak little lightning strike, that's okay. It'd still scare the crap out of you, they say. Right. Here in the sentence it says, It still has the potential for psychological operations and in many situations could be fantastic. (laughs) Those are the military colonel's words. Right. Okay? And it just goes on and on. And one of the things is... They're talking about how inexpensive it would be to do this. A Rutgers University says that nanotechnology production costs of these nanoparticles could be about the same price per pound as potatoes. This, of course, discounts research and development costs, but that would be primarily borne by the private sector. It would be considered a sunk cost by 2025 or probably earlier. So the concept of operations summary. Weather affects everything we do. And weather modification can enhance our ability to dominate the aerospace environment. Gives the commander tools to shape the battle space. Gives the logistician tools to optimize the process. Gives the warriors in the cockpit an operating environmental environment literally crafted to their needs. Some of the potential capabilities of weather modification could provide war, fighting... Oh, they've got it in the table here. All the different capabilities they then talk about project popeye which you talked about in your article so here is the reference to that project popeye was conducted in 1996 and it actually made it rain more through laos and cambodia and south vietnam
1: because when you affect it in one spot it affects other areas of the globe
0: so that was an interesting thing yes there was another article that i had is that Oh, well, this, this is another article that we'll get to here in a second because I think we might be running out of time. But, yes, what you're talking about, I think they call that the bubble effect. When you, It's like you push a bubble or a balloon on one side and it goes out the other. Mm. So when you make it rain over here in Vietnam, that means it made it, it took away that moisture from somewhere, somewhere
1: else. else. That's why I've been saying that. That's why California was drought-ridden for all those years, it was because they were trying to make it rain other places.
0: I'm not going to doubt anything anybody says on this rain stuff and with Harp, because this is just is a just a flat-out cover-up. When you when you look at whether or not something is true, and some of the curious people. Start asking questions.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: necessarily conspiracy theorists. Nobody's trying to hang anybody. Everybody just wants some answers. They're curious. Right. How does this work? Tell us. We're curious. We got the internet now. We want to know. So then people start asking questions and all of a sudden, stupid answers come up. Stupid answers. Like the, the stupid answers this one guy gave. Uh, was this their article? Uh, about Bob, the guy Bob, who answered the question completely wrong. This isn't the one. Mm-mm. So there there are some... We've, we've got so many articles on this. You're going to have to check out our blog for all these links. Uh, again, we're getting short of time. But every time they make a reason to rebut one of the conspiracy theorists, they look stupid because... Mm-hmm. Bob somebody, I can't remember his name now, said, oh, well, we're shooting radio waves into space and they don't affect the atmosphere because they're invisible to the atmosphere, he said. And he said, so we could make it 10 times stronger and it still wouldn't affect the weather. And he said that in 2018. He didn't read the 1996 paper. Well or but we just did.
1: Or any of the research from the Alaska University when they were doing it.
0: Yeah, we didn't well. even cover HARP and how it started. Matter of fact, we better tell you a little bit more about HARP just to make sure you know what it is and where it started, okay? You know, conspiracy theories really started about HARP when they decided they were gonna close it down. Well the military started in nineteen ninety three and then in twenty fourteen they turned it over to to the university of alaska at fairbanks but that was kind of misconstrued as a story of it gonna it was gonna just sit there and not be used and nobody was interested in it and all of a sudden they swooped in and saved it i don't i think that was in itself a hoax that story uh, yeah that was a pr red
1: herring <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Because they've always been interested in HARP. This has been going on since 1996, and they had a 2025 plan, and it's only 2023. Correct. They're not going to give this thing up in 2014 when it was working. Yes. It was working, and it's still working. Mm-hmm. And it's very noticeable. You can see it right off the highway when you go through there. But anyway, there's an article here that talks about how people were calling to shut it down. And um, they were excited when they heard it was going to shut down. And because of all of the hype about it, they actually opened the facility up to tours so people could walk through and, and take tours and see what it was really all about. And they, they just kept insisting that, oh, it has nothing to do with anything other than just radio waves but the military is interested in the ionosphere because this portion of the atmosphere plays a role in transmitting radio signals, they say. They send radio signals into the ionosphere to study the responses from it. Wow. Multi-billion dollar, million dollar operation and all this energy and all those satellites because they want to just...
1: See if anybody will answer? See
0: if there's any echo from a radio signal shooting up in space? No, I'm not not buying that story. This is from ABC News, and of course this is fed to them through DARPA, which you see on the screen. And so all these things are just the lies that they put in the mainstream media. See the mainstream, N-E-W-S? The mainstream media is telling you one story, while the government, with documentation and references, is telling you what they're really trying to do, weather modification. They're not saying... Oh no! We're just shooting radio waves up into the sky so that we could see if we get any answers back. No, 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 no! You're lying. You're lying, and you're busted. And I think it's time to start on episode number two, like like part two of this series, because <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need another half hour or four or five of those to show you all of the evidence. It's almost like the moon landing evidence. I know. Oh wait, hold on. This is gonna be a future segment, and I wanted to tell you. I'm going to tell you, since we're in Truman's Matrix, I'll talk about the weird stuff again. In the beginning of this Digging Deeper podcast, we came up with the idea that we were going to try to come up with the craziest conspiracy theories and then debunk them, obviously. And so I told the kids out at a camp out, some teenage boys, <laughs> come up with a conspiracy theory that's so off the wall that we could just have fun with it. And they said, "Well, about the faked moon landing? Now, we laughed our heads off when we talked about it, and we all concluded that, of course, it was real. Of course it was real, and all this conspiracy stuff about it being faked is just impossible. So then, over the past two years, hmm We've been opening our eyes a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And all of a sudden, after this 50th anniversary, we decide to start looking into what other people say. So I did a research project that took me, well, let me tell you how long it took me, okay? I went to find all the evidence. I want to compile mm-hmm. in one place. I know it's going to take me a long time. I'm going to compile all the evidence that the moon landing was real. I'm going to get all the pictures, all the videos, all the broadcasts, all the scientists' uh, like uh, opinions. Yeah. I'm going to get everybody's opinion on it, and I'm going to find evidence that it was real. Yeah. You know, like, find the museum, you know, or yeah. find yeah. the original computers, or find something other than moon rocks and that one thing we saw on TV. We saw, you know, a 30-second video on TV, and we saw some moon rocks. So that's what my conclusion was, was I couldn't find any evidence that it was real. Based on all the scientific proof that everybody was talking about, all the scientists are saying that they can't prove that it was real either. Mm -hmm. Like, people are stumped. Like, it was physically impossible to get through that part of space. And so, we looked a little bit deeper into who made the suits and the construction of the pod and unbelievable stuff. So, we're going to have like 15 parts of the moon landing (laughs) and probably going to have to have another four parts on this one. But for now, that's going to have to do it on weather manipulation. If you ever thought weather, weather modification was not real, that's okay. We we're with you. We didn't think it was really real either. We're with you. This is Truman's Matrix. We're like, how can that be true? Well, sometimes they're telling you right in front of your face for 20 years what they're going to do before they do it. And time after time, this podcast has proven that to be true.
1: hmm
0: and that's going to do it for this edition of Truman's Matrix, a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world, a production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. You can find Digging Deeper with Brian Hale on your favorite podcast network, or visit all of our podcasts under one roof at diggingdeeper.us. And one more thing. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.